0: And welcome to the Hey How You Doing podcast. My name is Sunset Jerry. And I'm Jamie Paulson. Jerry, why don't you tell the lovely folks at home what this is? I thought you'd never ask. Now, this past summer, me and Jamie both spent time out on Star Island, an island off the coast of Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Mm -hmm. And Jamie here was the music director. That's right. And I was a volunteer as the self-appointed unofficial sunset commentator. Now every week there would be a talent show where the staff members called Pelicans Mm -hmm. would perform for the guests that were there paying to be there. Right. And Jamie here Mm -hmm. was in charge of hosting all these shows. That's right. Now me and Jamie have been friends for a long time Mm -hmm. but but this past summer was really the time that we got to spend a lot of time together. Yeah. And one day, Jamie asked me if I wanted to talk at all during the uh, in-between act time. hmm And I was like, oh, yeah, of course. I'd, I'd love to. Sure. So, you know, I've, I've always been a, a bit of a performer myself. <laughs> and so, you know, I got up there and I, I told some stories and I, I uh, talked about my life a little bit. hmm And to my surprise people seemed to really enjoy it. Yeah. And so it became a recurring thing and then pretty much every show after that I would I would do a little talking in between acts mm-hmm. and people loved it. And so me and Jamie mm-hmm. had the idea of what if we try to turn this into a podcast where people can learn about our lives, we can tell stories cuz both of us have lived very crazy lives so far. Absolutely. And you know Maybe we could even turn it into a little advice show where people write in with their questions or weird situations that they find themselves in, mm-hmm. and we can uh, offer our two cents about what, what we think of of their situation and how how we how we would go about solving the problems that they seem to have, yeah or whatever so that's the basic premise of this show now before we really get into this episode, I just want to say that we did just launch. a a patreon page you can go to patreon.com slash hey how you doing and uh that would be a great way to support this because uh yeah it it comes with a whole bunch of different benefits that benefit the you the listener (laughs) and so if that's something that interests you feel free to to check out the link uh that i just said and uh that would be a fantastic way to support this. But we appreciate you for listening. That is enough in itself. Mm-hmm. And so without further ado, let's get into the episode. So, Jamie. Yeah? How you doing? Oh, you know, Jerry, I'm doing fantastic right now. You know, I'm super excited to start this new journey with you of this podcast. I think it's going to be a really awesome thing that, that we both create. And I'm really looking forward to to what this becomes. How about yourself, Jerry? How are you doing? You know, Jamie, I am doing so swell right now. I, <laughs> you know, I, I had a nice sandwich before this. It Ooh. was oh to die for. Luckily, I'm still alive. But you know, <laughs> that sandwich was was killer. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm also extremely excited for for this whole podcast thing. Yeah. You know, I I, I do listen to to a fair share of podcasts myself. Sure. And so I've been. I've been listening to them recently trying to figure out all the good words to use. you know. <laughs> but I am so looking forward to, to making this podcast with you and getting, getting to hear stories, getting to spend more time together. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, that's how I'm feeling right now. Yeah, that's awesome. Now, for the people at home who might not be familiar with either of us super well, why don't you tell them a little bit about yourself? What's the story of Jerry. I thought you'd never ask. (laughs) Now, I'm from New York. More Mm -hmm. specifically, I'm from Brooklyn. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I had a a really nice childhood. I don't have to get into that right now because it's Mm -hmm. not super interesting. Maybe we can focus more on it in the future. Right. Right. But the first real noteworthy thing that happened in my life was after I graduated high school. Now, after I graduated high school, I got drafted into the Army as most kids around my age at the time did Mm -hmm. and you know i can never hurt nobody sure so what did they do what's that they gave me a flute and they (laughs) told me to play it in the army band wow now at first i didn't know nothing about playing the flute right i i was like well what is this what am i supposed to do with this (laughs) but the guy who was the current flute player at the time he showed me everything he knew, cause that was his last year, mm-hmm. and so they needed a new main flute guy, and sure. so that was me. And he he taught me so many things. I learned so much, and you know, after after a couple months, I started to get pretty good at that thing. You know, yeah. I was I was wailing away over there. <laughs> and, you know, during my time, made a lot of nice friends. Mm-hmm. There were a whole whole lot of good memories I made in that time. You know, obviously it's also war so it's not not a great situation to be in <laughs> but you know for for what i was doing i had a great time mm-hmm. and you know the the four years that i i had signed up for came to an end mm-hmm. and i decided i wanted to get into the workforce right so what did i do what's that i became a pe teacher at a middle school near where i grew up oh wow and i i did this for about 30 years or so had a fantastic time until the incident. What was the incident? Well, I'll tell you. It was a beautiful spring day. Mm-hmm. Friday. It was close to the end of the school day. All the kids were having fun, and they were ready for the weekend. You could, you could sense that, that feeling of joy of the, the school week being over, and they're about to go home and, and have fun on the weekend. Mm-hmm. We were playing baseball as that was the popular sport at the time. Right. It still is, but it was back then as well. <laughs> and I was pitching. hmm And Seymour came to the plate. Ooh. Now you may be wondering, why did he put emphasis on, on the fact that Seymour was up to bat? Well, yeah. I'll tell you. Seymour was a real good baseballman. He he knew all the ins and outs of of how to, how to play the game. Mm-hmm. He was—he was a real prodigy at the time. He was—he had the bat. He was up to the plate, and this—it seemed to go in slow motion. Oh I pitched gosh. the ball, mm-hmm. and he hits it. Crap! It sounded like, like a, like thunder or something. Oh my gosh! Ain't you know where he hit it. Where's that? Directly at my knee. He completely ah. decapped my knee. Oh my gosh! And. As you can imagine, the pain was excruciating. yeah. and I was rushed to the hospital. They did surgery on it, they, they replaced the knee. and the recovery time for that took around two years. Oh jeez. now this this was a really difficult two years for me because I, I, I couldn't I couldn't walk I, I, I couldn't do all the things that I had loved to do I, I right. couldn't teach. I, it was, walking was, was difficult, Mm -hmm. and so I picked the flute back up, I, I started noodling around with it, and, and perfecting my craft, and got real good at it again, but another thing that I picked up during this time was the bass. Now, I had always loved the bass, Mm -hmm. and early on in my teaching days, I would listen to Primus. Now, let me tell you, Les Claypool is on a whole new level. Mm-hmm. There was one day when I felt like splurging, so I went down to the local record shop, and mm-hmm. I bought every Primus album they had on vinyl. Oh, so good. I'm talking Frizzle Fry. Mm-hmm. I'm talking in the Seas of Cheese. Yes. I'm talking Pork Soda. Mm-hmm. I'm talking Tales from the Punchbowl. Oh, yeah. Rhinoplasty. Oh, so good. And I would listen to these every day. I knew every line, every lyric, mm-hmm. every solo, All the guitar parts, all the drum parts, and all the groovy bass licks. Yeah. So once I got my bass, I decided that I wanted to learn how to play the bass parts to all my favorite Primus songs. Oh, that's awesome. So I started learning. Mm -hmm. And over the span of about six months or so, I got pretty good. You know, nothing compared to Claypool, but I could get by. Right. And you know, nothing really came of it. I wanted to join a band, but Mm -hmm. you know, since... I had my knee trouble, it was difficult to get anywhere. So mm-hmm. nothing really came of it, but I really enjoyed playing the bass at the time. Yeah. And you know, it was a fun way to take my mind off of the pain that I was in. Sure. So after those two years passed, I was feeling great again. You know, my knee had recovered, yeah. I could walk. You know, I, I used a cane to get around because it, it helped a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to get back out there. I wanted to start working again. Sure. So, I did what anyone would do in that situation, Mm -hmm. and I got my forklift certification. So, I spent the next 16 years moving boxes for this one company. Mm -hmm. And my big claim to fame in the box moving industry is I was featured on an episode of Law and Order SVU. No way. Now in this episode, I am credited as man moving boxes in background on a forklift number two. Ooh. Now I was devastated that I didn't get that number one spot. Yeah. That spot went to this guy, Paulie, oh my who God. was a recent hire. He had only been working there for about ten months. Really? And I had been working there for years. hmm And so I thought that I deserved that number one forklift moving position. Sure. You know, I'll give him credit. He was slightly more uh, handsome, I guess you could say. Okay. You know, I wasn't bad to look at, but he had this long flowing hair Mm -hmm. that would go back in the wind when he was driving his forklift. (laughs) It was really something to behold. Mm -hmm. So I spent the next three or four weeks glued to my television when when it was time for SVU to come on. Yeah. I would sit there. I would be waiting for my one shot to mm-hmm. come in, I would i would be like, there I am. There it is. But then I got a call on the phone mm-hmm. a couple weeks after that saying that they weren't going to air the episode. What? And I was livid. Yeah. You know, this this was going to be my big break. You know, it starts with this, but then mm-hmm. some high-up exec sees it and is like, w- 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 wait a minute. Who Who is that moving boxes in the background there? He's doing a real good job. Uh Maybe we should uh, get him as a stunt double in the next Tom Cruise movie or something. Right. And then from there, I work my way up to the top, baby. (laughs) But that was never able to happen because they never aired the episode. Oh, that's terrible. Now, unfortunately, there's no way that you can fact check this because it never aired. Mm -hmm. But you're just going to have to take my word for it. (laughs) And <laughs> I was there and i was I was moving those boxes mm-hmm. I'll tell you yeah those boxes they they sure got from point A to point b <laughs> and in style too <laughs> so then actually earlier this year mm-hmm. I retired from that and oh, wow things have been so amazing in in retirement I'm loving every minute of it mm-hmm. now some of you may be wondering uh, Jerry well what do you do in retirement? Well, let me tell you, every morning I get up at 5:23 and my wife, we call her sunrise Maria. We go out to this little hill near by our house mm-hmm. and we watch the sunrise. because you know, sunsets are my whole thing, but the sunrise, that's her thing. right. So I let her talk about the sunrise and I shut up because I'm a good husband. Sure. Then we go inside, we have some coffee, we have some breakfast, and mm-hmm. we talk for a while. Then we go about our day. Sometimes we go shopping together. Mm-hmm. Recently, I've been really into home renovation, and Ooh. I've been painting up a storm. Mm-hmm. Then every night at 7 o'clock, we watch Jeopardy. Oh, nice. Now, I feel like this surprises nobody that I'm a Jeopardy fan. <laughs> I mean, I am the living embodiment of the Jeopardy demographic. Yeah. Now, one thing about public television mm-hmm. is that the ads that they show catered to the audience that is probably watching right now what this means is that when you're watching jeopardy you see a whole lot of medicine ads (laughs) now this is because the body don't work so good anymore Mm -hmm. and you know it needs a little assistance from time to time sure but i don't understand these medicine commercials oh they make no sense i mean let's let's start with the Mm b-roll now for those who don't know b-roll is the footage that they show while narration is happening now, okay. in these commercials, they, it, it's all the same. They they show somebody doing some random activity that has nothing to do with what's being said. Yeah. Like, they'll show someone walking across a bridge over a river in a park. Or they'll show <laughs> someone going to a concert in a park. Or they'll show somebody playing Frisbee with their nephew or something. Uh-huh. Now, these commercials, they all look exactly the same, mm. which leads me to believe that there was just one guy who was in charge of filming all of these B-rolls for every medicine commercial. <laughs> and any time a company needs some footage for their commercial, they'll be like, hey, Mark, we have a, a shoot on Tuesday. Can you be there? And he's like, yeah, no problem. And so he shows up and he's like, uh, here's a baseball. Uh, why don't you play baseball with this random kid and pretend like you love him? <laughs> and another thing about these commercials uh-huh. Yeah. Sorry about this little tangent But yeah, this is no, something I'm really passionate about Sure, go ahead So another thing about these commercials Is at the end of the commercial They talk really fast Now this is because they're saying all the bad things That they don't want anyone to pay attention to mm. And mm-hmm. the people who are watching Probably can't comprehend All the words going by so quick And you can't pause television right? So you're just standing there In a dazed confusion Uh huh. But in this part they'll talk about the side effects of the medicine. Mm -hmm. Now, most times, the side effects include the thing that the medicine is supposed to help prevent. Yeah, Like, let's take, for example, you're watching a commercial for uh, a pill that's supposed to help with migraines, Right. meaning it makes migraines go away. Mm -hmm. At the end, they'll say something like, side effects may include migraines. Mm -hmm. What is this? Why would I even take the medicine in the first place if it doesn't help with the thing that I'm taking the medicine for. (laughs) It makes no sense. And another thing about these commercials Uh is at the end they'll also say, don't take this medicine if you're allergic to this medicine. Oh yeah. How am I supposed to know? I've never had it before. What am I supposed to do? Just trust that I'm not allergic to it and then hope that I don't have any allergic reaction? I guess I'll know next time I go to CVS not to get this medicine because a commercial told me to. Anyway, <laughs> that was that was a bit of a, a tangent there. Uh-huh. But uh, needless to say, I am very much enjoying retirement so far, and I can't wait to uh, continue doing this podcast with you. Yeah. Now, uh, Jamie, mm-hmm. why don't you tell the the lovely listeners at home. A little bit about yourself sure well what's the story of Jamie yeah so I was born in Philadelphia mm-hmm. I also had an awesome childhood as you said that yeah. I can get into in a future episode maybe we'll do a whole episode just about childhood memories or something oh that's a good anyway, idea one interesting fact about myself is that I'm actually an Italian dual citizen really every seven years my family goes on sabbatical and we live in Italy for six months that's amazing yeah. I've actually done this twice so far. Once when I was five and the other when I was 12. Uh-huh. And in the second trip, my mom took me to get my Italian citizenship. Wow. It's a beautiful country. We stayed in Genoa, which is to the northwest of Italy. Uh-huh. Absolutely gorgeous city. Oh, it's beautiful. So I went to high school at Science Leadership Academy, which mm-hmm. was in Center City, Philadelphia. And I had a great time there. I was on the ultimate Frisbee team all four years. Oh, wow. I got pretty good at it. Mm-hmm. It was kind of crazy though cuz our practice would happen at 6:30 in the morning oh, my and god. I had to take the train to get there every day. And so I would have to wake up at 4:30, 4 days a week Jesus. because that was the only time when a train would be able to get me there on time. Oh my god. Which was really challenging sure. for me because I also like to stay up late right and so basically I didn't get very much sleep for four years oh geez also in high school I took classes for digital video which was mainly about photography and videography uh-huh. and so we learned how to operate cameras and do all the jobs associated with uh, like making a film or uh, doing a photography shoot sure and it was awesome I, I really loved it I Really enjoyed all the classes that I took. and mm-hmm. made some pretty cool videos. But in my senior year, we had to take this test. Ooh. That would get us certified to be photographers and videographers. Uh-huh. And I was studying for that thing for weeks. And when I got the results of how I did, it had said that I had failed by one point. Oh, no. And you couldn't retake it. Oh, so I geez. was devastated. Yeah. Because I think I was one of the only people who failed it in my class but all all those four years of classes just to fall short at the finish line. Oh, my God. It was heartbreaking. That's terrible. So after that, I started going to Ursinus College, where I was a double major in music and media slash communications. And I had an awesome time there. I made some of my best friends while going there. And I was also on the Ultimate Frisbee team, which is called Trainwreck Ultimate. (laughs) And in the last two years, I was also the president of the Ultimate Frisbee team. I started playing Ultimate Frisbee in eighth grade Mm -hmm. and have been playing it ever since. It's probably my favorite sport. So just this past spring, I graduated from there with my double degree. Nice. And in the summers between all four years of college, I worked on Star Island. Woohoo. My first year, I was on the waitry staff, uh-huh. which just means that I was a waiter. And I was also right. on the dish crew. Mm-hmm. My second year, I was a snacky working at the snack bar. Mm-hmm. And then this past summer, I was the music director, as you mentioned earlier. Yeah. It was probably the best summer that I've ever had. Oh, yeah. Now, I've been making music for a while. I started writing my own songs when I was around 10 years old. Oh, geez. And haven't stopped since. Mm-hmm. I put out my first album in 2020 called A Good Place to Start uh-huh. and my second album in December of last year. It's called Lost and Found, and it's on all streaming services if you want to check it out. It's very good. I go by the name Jamie the Optimist for my music. Uh huh. So, yeah, that's the very basics of my life so far. There's certainly a lot more that I could say, but mm-hmm. I think I'll stop there for now. So thank you so much for listening to this debut episode of the Hey How You Doing podcast. As Jerry mentioned earlier, we just set up a Patreon, which is a fantastic way to support this show. That support will help us to make merch and be able to upgrade our software and be able to put more quality into the show itself. For the first tier, which is $5 a month, you get podcast episodes a week early. You also get weekly live streams with us and access to our private Discord server, where you can connect with other fans of the show, and with us. For the second tier, it's $10 a month, and you get everything in the first tier, as well as being able to submit questions and situations to be featured on an episode of the podcast. Got a situation that you want advice about? This is the way that you can do that. For the third tier, which is $15 a month, you get everything in the first and second tier, as well as discounts on merch and get a shout out in every episode of the podcast by name. So if this interests you and you have some money burning a hole in your pocket, then check out patreon.com slash hey how you doing? Your support means the absolute world to us, whether you donate or not, just you listening is more than enough. We also have some social medias to promote, so check out hey how you Doing pod on Instagram, Facebook and TikTok. So this is Jamie Paulson and Sunset Jerry saying, hey, Hey. how how you doing? doing?